Hey guys, it's me, Robin O'Neill. How are you doing? I deeply care about you guys. I get so many personal responses to this podcast. I think a lot of podcasters do. I just have a weird feeling that mine are extra special for some reason. (laughs) Because you guys seem extra special to me. Um, Anyway, I'm thinking about all you guys. I've heard a lot of... uh, a lot of very moving stories from you lately. So I just want to say I appreciate it. I'm right there with you in spirit and in this lifelong attempt to be okay with being on Earth. We spend our whole lives trying to figure out how to be on planet Earth and uh, it usually doesn't... <laughs> it's not easy until you, until you get old. And then you got to go. So there I go. I just summarized life, you guys. Um, hello to all my listeners in Brazil. I have been seeing in the analytics, that is a hot spot for me reading stuff right now, which is so cool and crazy. Uh, my listenership overall has been down, and I really, truly don't give a shit, but I've just noticed that. But uh, last week, we're kind of creeping back up. I'd love for you guys to tell your friends. Don't you think that people need to know about this podcast? Let people know for me, because I'm certainly not doing anything about it. I just record it, release it, and that's when I kind of end it. So anyway, share with your friends if you think they'd like it. Uh, And thank you guys, all of you, for being here. Um, All right, what's new this week? I have talked endlessly on here and in life about how hard getting a sleep routine is. And how many times have I asked you guys, do you have a sleep routine? What time do you guys go to sleep? How do you guys do it? Email me, let me know. Um, I, it's just something I couldn't understand. It, it almost felt like an impossibility. It was an impossibility. And then guess what? I didn't mean to give up trying. I just st- sort of started to live without that focus on my mind. And as soon as I stopped trying to, in the last couple of weeks, I've been going to sleep at 10.30 every night. That's right. 10.30 every night without even trying. And that's still with a lot of reading time every night. How awesome is that? Now, I can't say it's going to be like that every single night, but I think overall that's my life now. And also I'm tired. I'm so tired. And I just love, I love that thing where really you stop. It's, uh, you know, like a professional athlete always says that, like stop being in your head and just do it and it'll happen. Well, I'm telling you, that's true of sleep routines as well. I also just kind of finally know how to stop things. Like instead of just going and going and going and going, I now have learned the art of stopping and resting. And I'm really getting good at it. I I kind of feel sad because October was a wonderfully slow month for me. And um, I didn't have a whole lot I had to do. No deadlines or anything really. I mean, a few deadlines. And I enjoyed the holy hell out of it. Every second of it did I enjoy it. I've been crocheting. I've been reading more than I've ever gotten a chance to in my adult life. I've been wandering. I've been just staring out the window, boquetto, um, doing all sorts of, you know, oh, God, I've been, like, organizing so many corners of this house and planting and gardening, and and, uh, it's just felt great. But I've been very... uh, I don't know, kind of in mourning this week because November and December are going to be not great. They're going to be very busy. So, I mean, they're going to be fine. They're going to be good. But I, I I guess what I mean by not great is I actually have things I have to do that other people are relying on me for. And <laughs> right now that feels really difficult. Uh, 
even though that's just adult life. That's how it goes, and it's a wonderful thing. But it doesn't feel wonderful right now because I really, I really need to disconnect fully, you know? I'm excited to disconnect in other various ways, and I will. But anyway, so I know how to stop. I know how to take it slow. I know how to sleep. I'm, I, I just feel so much more balanced. And other people are noticing it, by the way. It's coming through to people, which is very cool to see for me. I'm just kind of bragging right now. What is wrong with me? Uh, let's see. I, uh, let's see what I cannot brag about. What's been going wrong? Um, well, I'm just going to say it. Everyone on our street, no one celebrates Halloween. No one has any any Halloween decorations out, and it really upsets both Damien and myself. We have tons of them. We have, you know how I told you guys I love those YouTube videos that are uh, for relaxing or studying where they're like a cute, cozy interior with a snowstorm or a rainstorm outside. And Damien gave me the biggest compliment. The way I've decorated the front of our yard right now, he's like, it looks just like those autumn rain scenes you watch on YouTube when you either, you know, do work or take a nap or whatever. And it does. I mean, it's like, I wish I could show you guys. Um... Anyway, so we've gone all out. There's not one other motherfucker on this block who has done anything for Halloween. And Halloween is in a few days. Now, I love Halloween. I think a lot of us do. It just seems like fun. Our block is so depressing ever since my friend moved out. And I feel bad. I guess somebody on the street could easily be listening to this podcast. I don't think any of them know my name or know that I do it. But you never know. People are creeped. I know all their names. I know everybody on this block's name, full name, and I've never talked to any of them. How do you like that? I'm that much of a creep. I am that, I am that, I know everything that's going on with everybody. I know who's getting a divorce, and I know, I see when people come and pick up their clothes because they're getting a divorce. I see it all, okay? I keep an eye. I'm one of those people, um, and I love every minute of it, and yes, I was just talking this morning. Damien was nice enough to take me to my 7.20 doctor appointment this morning, which was so sweet because he didn't have to get up and do that, but he did. And on the way, I said, you know, do you even understand the thrill of, like, looking into somebody's house? And, like, and I, again, I never, I just want to be clear to anybody new. I am a voyeur. I know I am. Meaning I get, I get excited when I know I can see into somebody's private life. I've never... Although I've had opportunities, I've never read another person's diary, nor would I. I would never overhear a conversation on purpose in with somebody I know. But what I mean by voyeur is when I take walks, if I can see into a person's house from the street, I get very, very pumped about it. I, I And again, I've said this on here, I'm sure, but like even if they're just eating an apple, I am fascinated to see other people's lives in that way. Um, and Damien said he does not understand that. And I'm just really glad that that's where my, you know, obsession with seeing other people's lives ends. I'd never want to go closer to their window. I don't want to see somebody undress, although I have. I don't want to. And again, that's kind of on you is the way I look at it. You, I do not undress with my windows open. Call me crazy. It's not going to happen. So, um, and... As Hannibal Lecter says in The Silence of the Lambs, 
We covet what we see every day. So if you're going to, not that anybody has any right to come into your life and be obsessed with you because they saw you undress in your window, but if you can prevent that by not letting a creep see you. Okay, so anyway, whatever I have genetically makes me inclined towards voyeurism. However, thank God that genetic uh, pattern ends right before it gets to problematic zone. You're a psychopath. You're spying on people and you know, fantasizing about them and possibly even breaking into their house. That's another level. And that obviously I have a major problem with, and we're never going to support that on this podcast or anywhere, nor do we podcast, nor do we on this podcast support any form of bigotry, any form of hatred, hate speech, any form of anti LGBTQI. Did I say racism? All of those things. We do not. This is the podcast that despises all of those things. But we do like a low-level voyeur on this podcast. So, then that's who I am. So anyway, I don't know why I was talking about that. I was telling you guys something bad about me. Oh yeah, well, it's not a bad thing. It's just that I'm very disappointed in my neighbors. And I'm very worried that my my trees are in the wind right now, my new baby trees, and I'm afraid they're going to get really ruined by these crazy winds we have right now. So, those are the low lights. I mean, I have a lot of low lights. I mean, really, is that the difference between a highlight? I have, I, I don't really have any highlights right now other than personal ones, personal growth, right? Um, career-wise, I can't say there's anything exceptional happening. I, I also can't say I care. I, I, I can say <laughs> that I'm very even right now. That's again. That's bad. I'm giving myself another compliment because that means I'm calm. Anyway, God, let's let's move on. Um, my health is a little better. I got a good report at the doctor today, so that's great. I mean, it's getting better little by little, but today was a very important visit and it went really well. So I'm happy about that. I was reminded of uh, is that a David Foster Wallace uh, from Infinite Just line? Sometimes you have to just sit there and hurt, something like that. I thought of that today because of how impossible it feels when you're really in the thick of either pain or illness or treatments for illness, where you just kind of go, I can't, you kind of feel like it's always going to be there like that. It's, you know, it's hard to see yourself out of that. And as somebody who's dealt with illness their whole life, even as a kid, I can tell you it, it, um, patience is the key because things really do shift. I mean, there was a time that I thought I could never eat a salad again. And the salads are my favorite food other than pickles. And so I was very upset. I was like, I'll never eat a salad again for the rest of my life. Are you fucking kidding me? And I eat salads all the time now. And I really, truly never thought that would happen. I, in fact, I got in a fight with an old lady about it once because she told me I would. And I said, no, I won't. You don't understand. But she did understand because she was an older lady with my same condition, that condition being ulcerative colitis. Um, yeah, and kind of back to the same thing about where my mind is lately, how I, you know, could my career be better? Yes. Could my career be worse? Yes. That's the same as true of my health. My health could be better. My health could be worse. All I know right now is that career wise, I'm much more excited about doing other things. I mean, I could keep making drawings day in, day out, but there's so many other things I want to do right now, which is why the sabbatical's coming. 
Have I even told you guys about the sabbatical? And if so, what do you think about it? Do you love it? Um, right now, all I want to do is make things for people. I'm making something for one of my friends right now. By the way, I reconnected with two old friends this week, and that made me very happy. I needed that. I think you guys have heard me say again and again, I don't have any friends. I'm a loser. I don't have any friends. Oh, my God, I don't have any friends. I say that over and over. (laughs) But I do. Actually, I reconnected with four friends now that I think about it. So I do have friends, and that makes me very happy. Um... But yeah, I want to make like holiday presents for people. I want to make stockings for people. I want to make hats for people, vests for people, blankets for people. I just want to make gifts for people. Again, I wish that could be a job. Just making handmade gifts for people. That is the job I want. I just think, God, that's so awesome. Um, But that's not a job. Okay, I'll stop talking and we'll cut in some other stuff and I'll read to you later. All right, bye. Uh, All right, bye. (laughs) Hello, I'm Jim O'Neill, Robin's dad, here at Me Reading Stuff. We are offering free shipping on all books and stickers in the shop. This is an excellent chance to pick up 20 years of drawings, the big and beautiful monograph of Robin's work. Head on over to www.robinoneal.com forward slash shop to pick up something fun for yourself or a friend. Coupon code BOOK. This offer is good through Halloween. I forgot to tell you guys that guess who's Invisalign is off of their teeth. That's right, everybody. My teeth are straightened, and I am loving it. That was very difficult. I know I talked to you guys a lot about it in the beginning, um, because I love talking about going to the dentist, because I love it. And like I said before, it's the only place I get compliments, and uh, yeah, my teeth uh, feel great. It it was a it was a journey. If anybody's interested in Invisalign, it is kind of a pain in the ass because it's a lot of teeth brushing, a lot of flossing, a lot of cleaning of the Invisalign trays. I mean, it's just nonstop work. But I now, as an adult, have straight teeth that I always dreamed of. All the other, all the all the rich kids got the straight teeth, not the regular kids. Um, I'm in a car. I'm in a parking lot. I just got my blood drawn for a big doctor appointment next week, and I'm watching a pigeon up on top of a light pole, and it's very cute. And then now there's a seagull joining it, so it's a cute, it's a cute little moment. It's raining, love it, and I will talk to you guys later. Anyway, my my teeth are awesome. Thank you. All right, here's what we're going to be reading today, everybody. I've read. This writer once before on the podcast. I can't remember what I read from him. Um, but we're going with Daniel Carms, born 1905, died 1942, avant-garde, Russian poet, absurdist, playwright. I know he was arrested for a while. If my memory serves me, he wrote children's books for most of his life. And to my knowledge, those were the only books of his that were ever published during his lifetime. It took until maybe the 70s for people to really discover what a what a great writer he was outside of his children's books. And he wrote lots of, I would call them poems. I'm going to call today's piece a poem. It's called The Things. But it's also kind of a short story. So continuing with my love of either two-line poems, three-line poems, or um, prose poems. 
or the very, very, very short story, we're going to read Daniel Carms's The Things. Uh, you can find this book, first of all, find the link below to IndieBound.org, I believe it is. The book is Today I Wrote Nothing, The Selected Writing of Daniel Carms. That's from Harry Abrams, 2009, 2009 not 19, 2009. All right, here we go. Now let's see if I can get these Russian names pronounced in a decent way. I don't know if I will, but I'll try. All right, this was written August 22nd, 1936. Once Orlov had too many crushed beans and died, and Krylov died too when he found out about Orlov. But Spridonov died of no reason, and Spridonov's wife fell off a kitchen cabinet and died too. But Spridonov's children drown in a pond. Meanwhile, Spridonov's grandmother became an alcoholic and went on the tramp. But Mikhailov ceased combing his hair and got ill, and Kruglov sketched a lady with a whip and went mad. And Perry Vostov received a wire for 400 rubles and became so uptight that they fired him. Good people are not capable of getting a good foothold in life. Not my best reading, by the way. That was it. That was it. Um, I, I struggled to read it. I'd like to read it again, but that might be redundant, so I won't. Um, I do love this. It reminds me, and I've read uh, this writer several times on the podcast. Uh, reminds me a bit of David Markson. It's a more like, uh, this feels more uh, whimsical than Markson. You can definitely hear the Russian in this, uh, you know, and, and me. I mean, I can't help it. I love a theme of death. I love, this is like a domino effect death scene, which is pretty great. So, Spridonov, Perivostov, Kruglov, Mikhailov, Orlov. I don't know, I think I'm pronouncing those okay for uh, a dummy from Nebraska. God, do you guys hear the wind? We have... Um, I believe 30 mile per hour winds rolling through town right now, which is awesome, but also breaks my heart because I'm watching my little trees that I just planted and they are holding up. They seem to be okay, but it's making me very nervous. Uh, I told Damien, I felt like it's like watching your kids just get beat up and like not being able to do anything about it. So anyway, let's, uh, let's hope for the best for these two trees, two Japanese maple trees. All right, everybody, uh, that's it for the reading. Remember, you can find the link to this book in the podcast. Oh, I also want to say, in the podcast description, that is, I also want to say thank you to those of you who have bought some Me Reading Stuff shirts from CottonBureau.com. I'll put the link again for you if you haven't gotten one yet. There are sweatshirts, there are hoodies, there are tank tops for you uh, I almost said slutty people out there. I don't I don't really like in tank tops to slutty people. And also, if you're a slutty person, you know, get on with your bad self. It's totally fine. Whatever you got to be is great with me. Um, so it's not an insult. Is the word slut even uh, considered rude anymore? I really have no idea in this sex-positive world that I did not grow up in. <laughs> I grew up in the, uh, well, in a Catholic world of uh the 80s and 90s so we didn't we weren't sex positive when I grew up I'll tell you that and it definitely affected me but I don't know that I really have a problem with it I'm totally okay with who I am sexually so uh, you know 
we don't we don't need to change any of it but i'm happy for other people i'm happy for the younger generation especially when it comes to lgbtq awareness and love and support i mean my god madonna mia was not that way at all i mean i just keep thinking it just feels like so recent that i was a kid really and yet there were so few people who felt like they could come out. Um, I think I've told you that before. The one out person in my high school I was friends with. One out person. <laughs> That's it. I was friends with many other queer people, but uh, none of them were out, nor did they, nor did they come out for until their late 20s, so... That was a nightmare. Um, but in college, it was much different. Anyway, why am I talking about this? This has nothing to do with me reading stuff shirts. Oh, because of the slutty tank tops. If you want a slutty tank top, get your slutty tank top. If you want a t-shirt, get that. Very soft material. We love it. I love it. And it's fun to wear me. I love the me reading stuff logo still. I designed it. Sorry, my nose is so stuffed up. Um, I designed it on an app, like a text app on my phone at one point, And I love it so much. And I do love my red and yellow colors. I happen to be wearing a red sweatshirt and a yellow. Uh, I don't know what you call these. I call them ski hats, but you know, like a winter cap. This, you know what I'm talking about? Toque? What do you guys call these? Beanie? Anyway, one other thing, you guys can check out my show online at inmangallery.com i-n-m-a-n gallery.com i'll put a link in the description it's hell and the paradisal if you happen to be going to texas head out to houston and that's where you'll see my hell drawing took three years to make this is kind of a you know you don't get very many chances to see this drawing so head out there if you can along with the paradise room which are all new drawings made by me in the last year um on a totally different theme from hell. So I'd love for you to check that out. We also made a little mini documentary about the making of hell. I look terrible in it. I don't know why I didn't think I should dress up or maybe look presentable. But anyway, you can check that out on the Inman Gallery website um, or go to their Instagram or mine. And I've linked to it uh, at some point. I might, I might link the whole thing on my website soon, but I can't tell if I'm confident about... <laughs> Actually... I can tell that I'm not confident about the way I look. However, I'm not a model, nor am I an actress, nor do I have a glam team. This is just me waking up, going to the gallery, and working. And uh, it's the words that count. And I believe, I didn't watch it, but I believe I re in my memory, I felt like I was on fire that day. So hopefully I made some sense. I'm sure I said some things. I'm sure I said, I don't know why I almost said, I almost just said I'm sure I said some awesome things. That we can all be positive about. All right, I'm going to end this and then I'll come in and say something else and we'll say goodbye and we'll all have a fun time together. All right, you crazy people. Uh, I say that lovingly. We're all crazy. What is that line? We're all a little crazy sometimes. Is that from Psycho? I also know it from Scream, where Skeet Ulrich repeats it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Hello, my friends. I'm going to let you guys go about your business. Go do your thing. Pet the dog. Let the kids out. Water the plants. Uh, I don't know. Uh, make some mac and cheese. Do some origami. Do some crafts. 
go collect some pine cones. Have I ever told you guys about the time when I was reading out loud and the word pine cone came up and I pronounced it pinacone? And that wasn't that long ago. Pinacone. Um, Write a recipe. I'm working on writing a recipe right now. Uh, Take a long walk. Build a shelf. Start a collection. Deep clean something. Deep clean your floor of your bathroom. Because it's gross. There's fecal matter all over that thing. That's how it goes. Um... Reread your favorite book. That's what you should do. Can you imagine just setting aside a weekend telling people, you know what, I can't do it this weekend. I'm rereading my favorite book all weekend. Oh my God, that sounds like a dream. That sounds like a dream. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. That's Anton Chekhov. You guys are wonderful. I love you. Thank you for reaching out. And I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.